Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where each week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be speaking with Andreas Bischoff of the TES Affiliate Conferences. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce the launch of our new website at adultsitebroker.com. We've added some enhancements to the site, such as FAQs and a complete new platform. The look and feel of the new site are nice and up-to-date. The new site also has links to our marketplace and affiliate program. Plus, don't forget ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers a chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit ASBMarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or as a buyer today. And of course, there's ASB Cash the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out asbcash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale in one of the most famous affiliate programs in the adult industry. They're a subscription-based dating, adult social network, and CAMS affiliate program with exclusive ownership of custom-developed websites and offers in straight, gay, hardcore, and mainstream niches. They've been a prominent and sustainable affiliate program for 18 years. The company has weathered countless industry changes and regulations and has always paid its affiliates well and on time. This includes the entire affiliate database with historical performance data, plus the email list with 6.4 million active addresses. The technical platform has recently been rewritten and is modular-based and built for scale. The entire system is hosted in the cloud, which allows for easy third-party integrations, scalability, and cost optimization. With a focus on billing optimization, traffic monetization, and risk mitigation, the business intelligence system and team have been designed to maximize lifetime value and build a sustainable and long-term stream of passive income. There's a full technical infrastructure, including billing load balancer, gateway integration, and call center tools with customer support and content moderation. This is a turnkey business that would allow anyone that's great at traffic acquisition to own the entire life cycle and lifetime value of the customer. It has the technical infrastructure, reputation, relationships and systems, and processes to massively scale revenue. All this for only $2.95 million U.S. dollars. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Andreas Bischoff of the TES Affiliate Summits. Andreas, thanks for being back with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thank you very much for having me, Bruce. Always a pleasure. Now, Andreas is one of the two organizers of the TES Affiliate Conferences and the Island Gathering. TES Affiliate Conferences is formerly the European Summit and before that the Barcelona Summit 
was founded in 2009 with the event bringing together professionals from the online entertainment industry, e-commerce, financial, gaming, gambling, dating, Forex, binary options, health, nutraceuticals, and many other markets for an extensive three-day networking event. From the onset, TES was intent on creating a great networking experience for its attendees and delegates, and I must say it does, because in our high-tech world, it's still of great importance that excellent relationships be developed and maintained, as these are the cornerstones of building a successful business. And man, have we found that out during the pandemic, Andreas, how much we miss live shows. Um, So uh, especially your shows, I got to say. So how do things look for Sitges in February? From our end, very, uh, very good. Uh, Surprisingly, uh, we sold out the exhibition spaces in uh, in record time. Uh, Basically, we've never been selling uh, exhibition space as fast as uh, as we've done this time. Um, it seems that people are really really mm-hmm. ready to uh, to get back uh, on on doing live co- conferences. Um, I think it also has to do with uh, that we are basically uh, one of the few that has proven in two thousand twenty one that uh, live conferences can be uh, hosted in a secure and safe uh, environment. So we've done uh, Mabea in Spain and. Uh, Prague in uh, in the Czech Republic uh, this year, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think we uh, are yeah, the sponsors just realize that if we say we do something, uh, it gets done, and uh, and yeah, as I said, uh, it was just amazing. Within two three days, we sold 40, 50 of the exhibition space, and were basically uh, sold out. So it came quite a as a surprise to us, but uh, yeah, it wow. really seems that people are uh, ready to uh, sick and tired of sitting on their hands and ready to uh, to go again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're kind of tired of the virtual shows too. Uh, I know you gave it a good go doing the hybrid show, um, but I think we all need to see our friends and business associates again. For for for, for sure. I mean, that's why we started the whole thing uh, twelve years ago. Uh, Walt and I are big believers that uh, the real business is done uh, human to human, and uh, yep, virtual. Conference will always be there now in the future, but they, I don't think they'll ever have a, a real relevance to uh, to the real business. You, well, you guys want to do a major deal. You got to got to look the person in, in in the eyes and not via a laptop. I agree. I agree. Um, and you you guys have certainly become the gold standard. There's no two ways about it in my mind. Uh, I remember I remember meeting you way back when at the Phoenix Forum and. I said, so what do you do? And you said, well, we're going to do a show in Europe, in Barcelona. And I said, oh, that sounds like fun. Tell me about it. So we talked a little bit. And I said, so uh, so you're promoting your show here? He so, well, yeah, but I'm kind of checking out what they do. And I remember you went around to some of the other shows and you took what you liked and you left out what you didn't like. And and the shows continued to morph over the years. That was, that's one thing I noticed is that every year there's something new, something different, something improved. And I can't say that about all the shows. So I got to give you a lot of credit for that. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're, we're trying to, to set it, set the standard or the, a trend. Yes, you certainly have. Now, in, if some of our listeners would still like to sponsor or exhibit in Sitges, what should they do? Uh, they should contact me uh, as soon as uh, possible. Um, uh, at the moment, is a good time. Uh, we just added uh, another four uh, business launches last minute. 
Mm-hmm. By the time this airs, uh, those might might have been gone uh, as well. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the moment you hear this, uh, better uh, contact me uh, immediately, and hopefully by that time there's still something uh, available. Again, uh, this is not sales talks. Just no. I mean, if you look on our uh, at, uh, on our exhibition uh, plan on the website, you'll you'll see yep. that it's full. So uh, this is not the typical uh, sales uh, buy now, buy now, uh, you <laughs> might do the good deal. Uh, it's not <laughs> if it's sold, no. out, sold out, it's just a yep. fact of life. Well, you added those, you added those silver lounges, uh, which mm-hmm. I was, I was, I took advantage of one. And when I first contacted you, you had nothing. That's, a, that's a great example of that. So how many attendees are you expecting to have in Sitges? Internally, uh, I think we're working with. An, I think the number one thousand is a is a is a nice uh, round uh, number. Um, mm. Also, the hotel is not uh, as as large as uh, as some of the other hotels we've had in the past. So, uh, right. if you want to keep the, the 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 social distancing in place and, and everyone feels safe and secure, then uh, we shouldn't overload the, the hotel. Yeah. Um, so, what I, I think I think a thousand is a, is, a, is a nice number. That um, yeah, it's a full show. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, some people might not get a ticket if they're too late. That's uh, that's a problem. But uh, uh, no, I think it's quite reachable. I mean, some some people doubt us, but uh, as I said, in only in uh, July we only had two hundred fifty people in Marbella, and then in Prague in September we already had seven hundred fifty people again. And uh, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't uh, wouldn't really see a, a reason why we shouldn't uh, have a thousand people uh, again in sieges in, in February and again. If sponsorship sales are an indication to to attendance, then mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm fairly uh, fairly convinced that it'll go uh, it'll go well. And again, a- a- every day uh, that passes works for us. I mean, more and more people get vaccinated, more and more people are allowed to travel again, and uh, so mm-hmm. um, well, we're, we're we're quite confident that uh, that we'll have a thousand attendees and probably 50, 60 exhibitors. Well, you and I talk a lot, and I, I ask you sometimes how many you expected a show, and then afterwards how many there were, and you're usually pretty darn close. Yeah, we got twelve years of experience, and also <laughs> un, until Corona, uh, it was actually pretty uh, linear. I mean, we would grow a hundred attendees every half a year, so uh, mm-hmm. we did three hundred and four hundred and five hundred and six hundred. So it was quite uh, quite easy to predict. Uh, that we would grow 200 attendees a year, uh, which doesn't sound a lot, but it adds up over 12 years. And sure, and also, uh, yeah, explosive growth is can cause a lot of problems, and you might stumble over your own feet. So controlled mm. growth is actually not uh, not bad. So you can uh, you can ease into uh, the larger size of of your conference and 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 avoid a lot of uh, a lot of uh, issues that you might have if something just blows up in your face. Sure. Yeah, everyone would love to double attendee numbers uh, from one year to the next. Uh, it looks good on paper, <laughs> uh, but uh, again, it also creates a lot of a uh, lot of issues. Well, especially now. Um, are you still looking for speakers or people to join panels for the conference? Uh, as of today, as of uh, the, the time when we record this, uh, yeah, we, we we still have uh, some speaking spots available and some some spots on on the panels, so people can still uh, still join us. Count me in. <laughs> it's one thing we haven't talked about yet for this show. Yeah, definitely count me in. Um, will there be indoor parties in February 2022 in Sitges? 
or are you planning on moving them outdoors? From our side, we, we definitely will not host any indoor parties uh, yet. It, I don't think the, the time has come yet. Uh, we mm -hmm. try to replace them as much as possible with uh, with outdoor uh, events. So there will be a, a new event, uh, dinner and drinks in the evenings, so that mm -hmm. people can, uh, which will be hosted on the terrace of the of the restaurant in front of the conference hotel. So people mm -hmm. can be outside and have some some tapas and uh, and some drinks, mm -hmm. but at least they're on uh, outside and and uh, not uh, on have fresh air and they're not inside and. Uh, After that, in the evening, we'll, we'll host a, a night bar on the terrace of the conference hotel. So again, uh, oh, okay. people can be uh, having a, a last drink on the terrace, uh, mm -hmm. outdoors with fresh air. And uh, we, we, we try to avoid the indoors um, for now as, as much as possible. So, so from our That's side, there will be no indoor uh, parties. Uh, if maybe yeah, some third party thinks that they have to throw a indoor party then yeah it might happen but no, it's not coordinated with us okay I, I, again that's very smart um why the move from cuscais to Sitges, and will they will we be back in portugal in the future mm -hmm. it was mainly um obviously uh as you know we've been working many years uh, with the hotel in uh, in portugal mm -hmm. um and obviously uh, until corona it was an easy uh, plug and play just repeat the contract and and done mm -hmm. and obviously when corona came up obviously the the, con the the contracts had to to be revised sure and that unfortunately took uh, quite quite long not from our side but um so there comes a point where you just have to make a take a decision and uh, the hotel in uh, in And Sieges immediately said, uh, I asked him, would you like to have the group back? And immediately uh, they said, yeah, let's meet tomorrow and let's do it. And uh, <laughs> we were super excited to, uh, to yeah. see our people again. And uh, sure, uh, Walter and I said also with Corona. They love us there. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> also, with, I mean, it, as you know, it's a smaller venue, but uh, yeah, we thought during Corona times for one year, uh, it could be a, a nice change of pace. Right. And then uh, the year after, since you're asking, uh, when I think we're, we'll be back at full size, full force, then uh, the current plan is to be back in Kashkash in, uh, in February 2023. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I always loved uh, Sitges and, well, you used to live there. And the, um, yeah, the, the whole atmosphere of that hotel, but obviously the show outgrew it. But obviously, another advantage of, of being there is good luck having outdoor parties uh, this time of year in Portugal. It's cold, man. And rainy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. God, we were so we were so cold in, 20, in, uh, in 2020. It was the last live show I've been to. And our Airbnb was just so damn cold. When I heard you were going back to Spain, I said, thank you. <laughs> But but Cascais is beautiful. It's lovely. I will be back. There's no two ways about it. But uh, I don't mind a year being a little bit warmer, uh -huh. for sure. So COVID's been rough for the event industry. Have you ever thought about discontinuing TES? No, not 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 at all. Because we uh, obviously when when we had only 250 people in in or 300 people in in Mabea uh, this year, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a change from the 2000 that we usually have. But 
we knew that it hadn't didn't have anything to do with us. So uh, sure. it's not that we lost any sponsors or that we lost any participants. They, they, they just took a break, uh, nothing right. to do with us. So knowing that whenever the whole COVID thing gets a little bit under, more under control, that everyone will be back, uh, there was never really a, the, the, that in our, our heads not to, to continue. The other thing is also... Uh, Walter and I are quite uh, simple people, so we, we don't have mm -hmm. big sports cars or villas or yachts or anything to maintain. So uh, mm -hmm. we, we survive on very little, and we've, we've been very prudent uh, over the last uh, 12 years. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we could honestly go on for... Our financials are very, very solid. Um, Good. And, and even uh, even in... We managed in 2020, we were the last show to... to get through the door and we earn some money. And now in 2021 with Prague, we were the first show to, to go through the door. So uh, even mm -hmm. in 2022 and in uh, in 2021, uh, we we made black numbers. Uh, it's we, amazing. We earned money, which not all <laughs> event organizers can, can probably say. So, um, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Do you ever stop to think about where you started 12 years ago or where Walter and you started and where you are today. And when I say today, I'm talking about having a prog show that's been as high as what, 2000 people or more. Um, do you ever stop and think about it and think how far you've come and, and the whole journey? Yeah. Sometimes we, we are quite, we, we look back and we're, we're quite, Quite surprised, especially yeah, when you see old old pictures and and, and those mm -hmm. things, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite uh, quite interesting. It has been a quite interesting uh, journey. I mean, the, the plan at the beginning was only to one to do one conference a year, and we said, ah, nobody mm -hmm. wants to see us twice a year. <laughs> and then yeah. yes, we did two, and uh, they're both uh, doing very well. I mean, from yes. the beginning, I mean, we, we're doing it to be honest. I mean, it's it's a business. Uh, we right. we, what we do, but it's also business. Yeah. We always said, yeah, if one of the shows drops below 400, uh, we'll we'll kill it. We're not in in it for the for the ego. Um, mm -hmm. Like I have the feeling some other organizers are, but we always <laughs> said, yeah, if we drop below 400 attendees, and we, we we kill one of the two and make the other one bigger. But uh, yeah, luckily we got quite a quite a buffer. Yeah, it's con it's continued to grow and word has spread. It's uh, it's interesting. Now you you started you started out as purely an adult event, and you've added a lot of verticals over the years. Um, what brought that on, and and what what are the percentages these days between adult and other verticals? Oh, that's a good good question. No, I mean, uh, so yeah, we started started very uh, adult heavy, and but at some point, yeah, we we. Well, we become pretty dominant in the market, and then obviously uh, mm -hmm. we couldn't grow, let's say, higher anymore. So we mm -hmm. had to grow wider, and then yeah, we we added uh, online dating, and then we became there pretty strong, and then we added more and more what the banks would maybe call high risk verticals, mm -hmm. and then we did there, and now we're we're basically uh, yeah, working our way um, from the high risk market. Uh, Outside the the onion, so we we, we go layer mm -hmm. by layer. So, so if you if you want to make the polarization between high risk and low low risk e commerce business, and we, we started on the high risk side, and we're we're adding more and more uh, uh, lower risk uh, verticals uh, to it. And uh, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, actually, there was an interesting uh, um, thing in uh, in Prague uh, two months ago um, because we, we we figured with with COVID that the main the seven hundred fifty seven hundred fifty attendees that those would all be uh, our uh, old hardcore uh, fans um, right. that would take the risk to come. But uh, surprisingly, people told me. Uh, there were a lot of new people from a lot of new verticals. So, uh, so I don't even have, a, have much of a... So the last show seemed to be... We seem to have added a, a lot of new vertical. I haven't looked into which, which ones, but, uh, but people were really surprised that, uh, that in Prague there were so many new verticals and so many new affiliates. Uh, mm-hmm. We were also surprised because, as I said, I mean, with, with uh, still the health risks that you, that you take by attending... Yeah, uh, we, we would think that only uh, hardcore fans of ours would uh, would show, but uh, no, we we created we, we we added a lot of new business. That's awesome. Now you moved your event dates for TES in Prague from September to October. Um, it, uh, I'm sorry, September to August twenty <laughs> second through the twenty fifth. Let's not give bad yeah. information. Why did you do that? Yeah, that that's. Uh, Thing um, no, unfortunately, the Czech uh, Republic uh, has the presidency of the EU um, Council uh, in um, mm. next year, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, they took the decision to to book themselves into uh, the diplomat hotel uh, for half a year or longer. So, um, starting September, so yeah, basically, uh, yeah, there wasn't a chance for us to to move in there. And uh, yeah, then we we checked with some other hotels uh, regarding s- September October, but to to get any hotel in in September October in uh, in Europe exclusive is uh, is next to impossible. And uh, sure, then we said yeah, I mean, it is twenty two to twenty five August. It's very close to September, so we we said yeah. well, then we'll just have to bite the bullet for uh, for one year. Sure. Will, we, will it lose us some business? Uh, I think it will. Um, some people will not come due to 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 those uh, August dates. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, as I said, we always add new uh, new business to our shows. So yep. um, yeah, if, if we can lose as many people due to the August dates as we gain through our natural growth from show, growth, from show to show, uh, yeah, then next year is, is the year to, to maintain our already very high level. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, we, we will continue our, uh, our real growth in 2023. We hope. Now, how many people do you expect to be in Prague in August? I would say, gut feeling, maybe 1,500. Uh, I mean, hmm. it's still far away. I mean... A million things can happen uh, with, with with Corona and very good things, yeah. very bad things. So uh, it's just a gut feeling. But I mean, we, we had by mass. I mean, we had two thousand people uh, before. Uh, I give it. We lose maybe thirty percent of the date before cause of the date. So uh, we're back to eleven hundred. But then we add three four hundred mm-hmm. due to our natural uh, natural growth. So I, um, I don't know internally, I would think somewhere between fifteen hundred and two thousand. We should should be able to do. That's awesome. Now, do you think you'll be able to have the Prague show back in its original time slot in 2023? Yeah, it's already signed. I mean, we already signed oh. for September 2023 with the hotel, so Good. that's already a done deal. I do love the diplomat. It's it's like a second home. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's a nice, cozy uh, place, even though it's a big, 
huge hotel, but it still has yeah. something cozy about it, and it's, it's, it's it fits our family style event quite, mm. uh, quite well. Well, and the staff, you know, they they're they're awesome. They're just awesome. Yeah, you feel if a hotel wants your group or likes your group or or if it does not. I mean, that's uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, they know us well. Now, apart from TES in February and Prague in August, uh, do you have any other events planned for 2022? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we will bring the uh, the island gathering uh, ah. for uh, for once. Um, yeah, I think the time has has come. Uh, people has asked us a couple of times, and uh, I mean, the event was was a really really nice event in. Uh, in the in the past, the only thing mm -hmm. what I always say what we did didn't do well was uh, that we hosted it year after year. It's not an event that the the industry needs every uh, every year. Mm -hmm. uh, a, it's pricey. That's number one. B, uh, the people who attend uh, they have businesses to run, so that they don't want to be away from their business or the family every year. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, even a good thing you can overdo. So um, the the concept is good. It's just uh, something that the industry only needs maybe every two, three, five, ten years. Uh, definitely nothing <laughs> that, 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 that needs to be done every, uh, every year. And from the get-going, we never planned to have it every year. Um, yeah. But then, yeah, some people came to us and said, oh, if you don't do it uh, next year, then your competitor will, and uh, you have to do it. And, uh, and <laughs> yeah, so foolishly, we, we didn't think, and we... we we started hosting it every year, and when the second one was not as good as the first one, we we, we did a third one without thinking, and uh, we should have just slowed down the pace. And every every event would have been special, and uh, was a learning experience. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, now if a competitor wants to step in the years where we don't want uh, one uh, do one, uh, yeah, be my guest <laughs> because it's uh, it's not as easy as uh, as it looks on paper. Maybe I'll actually get voted onto the island this year. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sometimes see you mention an event called On Adco. Can you oh. tell me what the idea is behind this new event and when it's going to take place? I don't know. We, as, as I mentioned before, we are um, coming from the adult industry, and adult will always be a, a, a large chunk of our conference, even though, mm -hmm. even if we add more and more other verticals to it. Then again, if I go with this onion, um, yeah, if, if, if the adult business is in the center and then the dating around it and then the high risks uh, again around it and then you have a little bit less high risk. And so, but on the very outside of that onion, uh, obviously you have a, have the peel, uh, if, if you want to call it the, 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 the white, whatever you want to call it, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the mainstream e-commerce business uh, mm -hmm. on the very outside. Um, yeah. So there, you would be talking about big, big uh, mainstream brands. I happen to know, notice that I think those big mainstream brands they have attended in the past. I think they like the format of our conference, mm -hmm. but they don't really want to be associated with uh, with the high risk uh, verticals. So right. um, uh, now I have a speaker. Uh, he he he, uh, he he accepted and he, he showed up and uh, he said. After the show, you know, if I would have known that there's so much high risk here, I, I wouldn't have agreed to speak. But hmm. then later after the show, he said, uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll come back during the next years always. Uh, hmm. 
even though I don't have any high risk business, I love your format of the show so much that I still still wanna wanna be part of this community. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that happens with a with a, with a lot of of these these mainstream brands that I I I, I think they 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 would also rather like to uh, sit in a nice armchair, uh, having a, a nice cocktail in their hand uh, with <laughs> fresh air and daylight, and 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 discuss business in a, in a chill and relaxed way. Yeah, standing in a in the typical expo center or ballroom without daylight and fresh air, and uh, standing on a cocktail table with a lukewarm coffee in the hand that costs them ten dollars. I think uh, also the mainstream uh, world would like to uh, to do business in a in a in a in a less painful way. I always think business doesn't have to be painful. So uh, I mean, you, you can you can stand on your in your suit uh, three days in front of a booth in a in a dark room without fresh air and uh, daylight, or you can also sit in a nice armchair with a cocktail in your hand and and do the same business. Um, so it doesn't have to be painful, and so we no. we thought that we would host uh, basically do the same what TS is for the for the high risk verticals, um, mm-hmm. do on go for the for the low low risk uh, hmm. verticals. Okay, and when is that going to be? Uh, we will do that in September uh, two thousand twenty three, hmm. um, and we we will host it time wise. Uh, Next to um, to RTS conference and probably also next to uh, to Demexco, uh, which is a large conference uh, hosting right. mainstream conference hosting in Cologne. Yeah, so that people can take uh, advantage of all three conferences uh, mm. if they like. So sure. um, and uh, and also um, with, of our two thousand people, I'm sure there are four, five, six hundred people that that work in in high risk and low risk markets and uh, sure. have different enterprises. And uh, mm-hmm. so, if, um, if we only bring them over to uh, to on Atco, then uh, it'll already guarantee the success of uh, of the conference because we we know from uh, from TES uh, we only need to do the first show good with well with 250, 300 people. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go into an automatic uh, growth. I mean, if we get two, 250, 300 mainstream people and we make them happy, uh, they'll tell their, their their mainstream business friends and then, we, then we'll be 400 people the next time and they'll tell their friends and we'll be 500, 600, 700. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our growth has always been due to, to positive word of mouth uh, from our uh, existing clients. We, we've never spent much or next to no money on, on marketing or sales or any, anything. It's all just people uh, telling their, their friends, hey, I've been there. I made good business. It was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's your outlook for 2023 and 2024 and beyond? Uh, very, very, I mean, very positive. I mean, 2023, I think we will be, uh, will be the year where, uh, I think 2022 will, be still, will still be a year of transition and, Mm-hmm. 2023, I think, will be the year when we're we're back to where we used to be in 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for those years, um, yeah, 2023, we will 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 do Kashkash and Prague again. And then 2024, um, yeah, we'll see if we can maybe mix it up a little. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't mind to uh, 
to rotate the, the, the conference. We'll, we'll see if, if it'll happen, but uh, mm -hmm. currently an idea could be um, to do two, 2023 in Cascades and 2024 somewhere else, 2025 mm -hmm. in Cascades, 2026 in uh, somewhere else again, and it's the same sure. 2023 in Prague, 2024 somewhere else, 2025 back to Prague. Right. Um, which, A, it allows us to, to work with more hotels, which uh, protects us if something yeah. ever happens to a hotel, which has yeah. happened to us in the past. Indeed. And also, I think it, uh, it keeps the shows a little bit fresh. Um, not, it doesn't make it so stale. I mean, some people mm -hmm. like the idea of going back to sieges for once, some don't. But I think in the end, afterwards, people will say, oh, it was a nice break after uh, after so many years of Kashkashas. Just some fresh yeah. air. And, yeah, let's go back to Kashkashas. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, like what you, it's like what you did that, that time with... Uh, uh, Budapest, mm -hmm. which I'd love to go back there. Maybe not the same hotel, but... <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've looked at all the hotels in Budapest, and uh, once we're back to normal size, uh, there are not really any hotels that can uh, can fit that's us. That's too bad. Guys. But uh, no, that's that's also on my to-do list for next summer, uh, mm -hmm. to go out, uh, especially to Eastern Europe, and uh, check out all the major Euro Eastern European cities and all the... Mm -hmm the hotels there and see if we can uh, find a second home uh, as an alternative to uh to maybe Prague. kiev this is currently already happening a lot in kiev maybe too mm -hmm. much but no I, I personally would love kiev um yeah kiev would only become an option once corona is really 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 over yeah because um Obviously, yeah, if I host a conference outside the European Union and uh, then suddenly, for whatever reason, um, yeah, travel gets restricted beside, uh, between the European Union and, uh, and uh, non-European, then obviously, uh, yeah, 90% of my, my business or 80, 90% of my business is suddenly uh, gone blocked from traveling. Uh, the other way yeah, around, that can be a problem. From, from yes. To EU. It's sad, but that's only 10, 20% of our business that we lose true, that true. restriction. So, uh, well, lots uh, of options. There's lots of options in the EU, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, we'll, 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 we'll look around. I mean, do a poll. <laughs> it's not really about, uh, yeah, once we have something, we, 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 we might, but this, the, the thing is not really people say, oh, check out this city or that city. It's not about the city. The issue is we need to find a hotel that can facilities. Host in a family yeah. style uh, atmosphere, right. two and a half, three thousand, four thousand people. Because yeah. obviously, we we don't want to find a hotel for a thousand, five hundred, or two thousand people, which is easier to find, because we outgrow it in in two thousand twenty three. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we, we 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 already need to to look at at, at hotels two and a half, three thousand people, four thousand people, and of those in mm -hmm. Europe, you you don't have that many. So uh, yeah. so. Yeah, if people say, oh, I love whatever, Warsaw, but I find a fantastic hotel in Sofia, then, yeah, I mean, that Sofia it is, mm. or the other way around. Sounds good. Um, so so it's, 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 it's more that we need to find a, a hotel space large enough. And, and the, the larger you, I mean, once you get into three, 4,000 people, uh, there yeah. are not so many hotels in Europe that uh, can host that number in a, in a nice ambience. I mean, obviously, yeah. I can always rent the hugest ballroom, and but then yeah. lose everything that TS stands for. Yeah, well, you've got you've got a reputation already to uphold, so people expect a certain event, and you have to have the facilities to support it. Let's face it. So some shows and events stopped, but TES is still going strong or even stronger. Why do you think that is? 
uh, maybe just because we're available, I, I would mm-hmm. say. I don't, I don't know if, if people have a question, they they got me on Skype, on mm-hmm. uh, Facebook Messenger, on uh, they got my mobile number, they got my email, uh, mm-hmm. they got me on Telegram. Uh, yep, got them all. <laughs> uh, so whenever people uh, have something that they want to know or that they want to tell me, uh, they have direct access, and uh, mm-hmm. and I think. Yeah, but just being being close to our customers and having them involved is uh, is one of our strong points. Um, so uh, as I said, we we see ourselves as a, as a family industry family event. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, even when we had two thousand people, uh, people still came up to me and said, "Hey, Andreas, you have such a nice boutique show." And I'm <laughs> like, "You're you're aware that there are two thousand people here, no?" <laughs> so, but I mean, it's a compliment. I, I don't take it. I, compare I, I it to compare it to some of these uh, some of these big you know affiliate summits and affiliate uh, world congr- congresses that have what ten twelve thousand people, right? Yeah, and as, as said, no, I mean sometimes people misjudge us. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. of, of the brands that you just named. I'm sure we're we're yeah. we're, we're larger sometimes in in, in Europe of, in some of their events, but people yeah. don't don't feel that. Uh, yeah, but they they. Well, that's they a good thing. They underestimate us, but in, in in a good way. As I said, the, the, we we want to be a. I mean, our, our our goal is to be a family style or boutique event for four five thousand people. Right, and people. Uh, we don't want to. We don't want to be an industrial event for four or five thousand people. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, how happy overall have you been with Prague? Oh, very, very, very much. I mean, uh, I mean, it's uh, when we when we started uh, when we did Prague this year, um, we weren't quite sure if if it would be a let's say a TES or a summit light. But uh, now being there with seven hundred fifty people, uh, mm-hmm. it felt like a like any other year, I mean, you, you couldn't tell the, the you couldn't tell the difference. I mean, seven hundred fifty people is also it's a lot of people. I mean, we're we're, we're mm-hmm. um, sometimes when when people ask me, oh, how many people are going to come to to sieges? I say a thousand. Oh, yeah, only a what? Only a thousand. I mean, only a thousand. People, yeah, people people don't 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 realize uh, how many people uh, and even ourselves. I mean, we we are so spoiled. We, if you if you have six seven eight hundred people, that's a lot of people. Um, it is so people don't don't realize any, that, that any any uh, anymore. And also, yeah, I think people are also a little bit uh, yeah misleaded because every conference that every new conference that comes on the market immediately announces uh, two thousand right. three thousand attendees, and uh, it's not always true. Yeah, then people come in, and I don't know if they then believe that whatever they see is two, three thousand people, then they might get <laughs> uh, misled. <laughs> We've spoken about that before, and I don't think every conference is exactly truthful about their attendance. Mm-hmm. No, I think they're more out there than <laughs> yeah, that are very friendly with their estimates. Indeed. So that's why we publish since ever our participants list, so you can. I know. You see, you you get exactly what you see, and and all those those uh, you can email all those uh, people, and uh, yeah, you can. I mean, you you'll see. I mean, they they all exist. They're all still yep. alive and kicking, and that's not always the case. Uh, yeah, the other shows don't post their lists. You know, they don't they don't they don't post the lists and how to contact them. So yep. that kind of I think that kind of says it all. So what do you have planned for Prague in August? We are basically. Pretty pretty much what we what what the conference have been uh, in in the past. I mean the uh, 
uh, basically, it'll be exactly a, a full conference like like always. The only thing that obviously is uh, is always a question mark is uh, what we discussed at the very beginning of the interview uh, is mm-hmm. indoor parties. I mean, uh, I will reserve the spaces and uh, sure. Yeah, then last minute we will have to see if Walter and I feel comfortable um, supporting uh, that idea of an ind- indoor party or uh, or not. But for sure. the rest, it, it, it'll be a full uh, conference as, uh, as 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 always. Um, mm-hmm. Is that the only only question mark would be indoor uh, indoor parties, and mm-hmm. if those are doubtful, then again we, we will see if we if we can replace them by uh, by something uh, outdoors. So do do you guys get any any uh, like uh, like medical advice uh, from medical professionals on on such things? No, but uh, no. I mean, we we uh, we are in close contact with the with the hotel, and the hotel is in contact with the, with the local authorities. Got so, it. And, and Got the, it. the local authorities tell the hotel uh, what event organizers have to uh, to abide, and then sure. we a hundred percent follow those uh, those rules that we receive from the local governments. Um, right. Well, so, and you guys tend to be on the conservative side too. Yeah, you, yeah, better safe than safe than sorry, and uh, but right. uh, but it's getting getting better. I mean, I said in my in Mabea, uh, we only had two hundred fifty people, and out of those, I think ten percent probably went home with uh, with COVID due <laughs> to various reasons. And uh, yeah. uh, in Prague, we had seven hundred fifty people. Uh, we checked every uh, everyone that they were vaccinated or had it or, uh, or had a, a test from the day, and. Uh, to my current knowledge, out of 750 people, surprisingly, I haven't heard of a single case uh, yet, yeah. uh, which is... I haven't either. No, I haven't either, and you hear about that. I mean, that also we honestly didn't expect. That you hear about that stuff. Well, that brings about a good question. What will the um, what will the COVID requirements be at this point for the uh, February show? Yeah, that's that's... I mean, nobody knows what's going to be in in february at, at the moment obviously uh in the hotel you would have to mer- wear a mask and uh and uh if you cannot maintain social distancing which, which means a meter 50 uh then you would have to mer- wear a mask if you can maintain 150 um uh outdoors in in spain you you don't have to wear a mask at the moment hmm. but again those, those are all fluent things so um yeah i don't don't really want to say any anything. But are you people. are you requiring vaccination, testing, anything like that? At the moment in in, in Spain, I think the end, end entry would would be either vaccinated or uh, or recovered or uh, or uh, a, a test from the day. In in Prague, nearly everyone was vaccinated. I mean, it was hmm. I would say ninety five plus percent vaccinated. Good. Then maybe. One two percent recovered, and hmm. then maybe the remaining one two three percent did a did a did a test uh, hmm. when arriving, and, and that was it. But uh, that was okay. next to nothing. Fabulous. Well, hey, Andreas, I'd like to thank you for being back with us again on Adult Site Broker Talk, and I hope we'll get a chance to do this again soon. My broker tip today is part five of how to buy an adult website. Last week, we talked about how to determine the value of a site, how to negotiate the sale, and how to get to the point of drawing up an agreement. So now you're talking to your attorney and you're having them draft an agreement. What should be in it? Well, your attorney will guide you through the legal side, but here are some considerations to keep in mind from a buying standpoint. 
What is the date you'd like to close? Make sure you know that you'll have the money to either pay the deposit or the entire amount of the purchase by that date. I've had buyers who aren't ready and that just causes issues. In fact, I'm going through some of that now with a couple of my deals. Make sure that all of the assets you're purchasing are in that agreement, such as every domain included in the sale, processing and payment accounts, relationships with vendors, all records including 2257 data, software to run the sites, and any other assets such as source code for the sites. Of course, it should spell out any payment schedule if there is one. Who's responsible for closing costs, such as paying for escrow? And there are always terms that are unique to yours and the seller's situation. This assumes you're the party responsible for drawing up the agreement. If the seller is drawing up the agreement, then it's important that you express all of this to your legal representative so they can check the seller's agreement and see if any changes are necessary. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week, we'll have a wrap-up of this week's XBiz LA show. Adult Site Broker Talk is on hand at XBiz LA and will also be at Internext Expo Las Vegas interviewing some of the people attending the shows. Hope to see you there. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Andreas Bischoff. Hope to see you at the TES Affiliate Conference February 23rd through the 26th in beautiful Sitges, Spain. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.